You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Welcome back to Fully Books. Um, this is the book review of the book Minimalism by uh, Joshua Field and Ryan Nicodemus. Hopefully you've listened into the full season where we've broken down the book uh, chapter by chapter. Also with the five core principles, which if you've been listening, you'll know what they are. I won't have to repeat them. But here's the book review where we give our honest opinion and analysis on the book we've just read. Who wants to go first and kick off? I'll, I'll start whilst I've got mine's right in my hand. Yep. Yeah, so with no idea what minimalism is, the title of the book offers some insight if you just type the word in its meaning. I could say it's just a uh, philosophy or a way of life and leave it there, but this is a book review, so I'll go. The cover of the book is of two guys, two normal-looking white guys, smiling like the cat got the cream, or life figured out. And the reason for mentioning this will come into play shortly. So straight out the gate, the lines are drawn on what they perceive to be right or wrong, neither anti-socialist or anti-capitalist, rather disenfranchised with the social and economic yardsticks we as a Western society govern ourselves with. Personally, I don't disagree, so nothing to knock here. Having the minimal, pun intended, knowledge of minimalism, I did pick this book up expecting to learn a lot more than what I knew, and I didn't. And not that it's a knock on the book or the authors, more maybe a statement, a testament to where I am, and what I'm aware of and how I live my life. The book fits well amongst a plethora of self-development and improvement genre. It covers a lot of ground, if not briefly, but a glimpse of how much aspects of the world and life can be analyzed, reflected and improved upon. From health relationships, passion, growth and contribution, there are some of what they describe as the most important values in life, all being aspects most would agree on, self-included. So looping back to the imagery of the book of the cover gives away the, the POV of the book written. Although admittedly, I had a prejudgment of the book from reading the blurb, which read, as two guys at the age of 30 making six figure salaries got fed up, sell their stuff, and now set on telling us what the meaning of life, what the meaning to life is. Instantly, my mind goes to white privilege. Even still, always a student, I'm, I'm open for perspective to be changed. On reading, they're not from privileged backgrounds by any means and had humble beginnings, yet still from a social perspective, they are still are privileged. Again, it's not a knock, purely observational. I like the fact that they make light of this on page 24, where in a tongue-in-cheek description of minimalism, where they mention, you have to be a young white male from a privileged background. So putting race to one side, they explain it to being a tool to be used as much or as little as you feel works for you in your life. I like their perspective on their ever-elusive life of happiness with a take on it. We must stop, we must stop searching for happiness and instead start looking for meaning. If our short-term actions align with our long-term values, we'll find purpose in whatever we're doing, living deliberately, not ephemeral or fleeting happiness. But lasting contentment that is reinforced by a life of discipline, attention, awareness and intentionality. Happiness is barely a byproduct. And that's on page seven or eight. It's an easy read and easy to follow, even still, not something I would repeat but read. As in most cases, 
have some form of awareness to the various topics. And if I choose to live, dive a little bit deeper, there are other books that provide a more in-depth scope. It's funny, as I, write, as I wrote this, you, would t you, could technically do, you could technically do minimal research, do the bare minimum, and call yourself a minimalist. No wonder it's a minimalistic book. Puns are now done. Uh, so I'll crack on. I enjoyed the author's simple style of writing to the point, clear and concise with their intended messages. For example, the truth is that, not, that nearly all the pressure we feel is completely internal. Sure, this pressure is influenced by external factors, but that doesn't mean we have to take the bait. A message that I've conflicted about, have conflicted thoughts about regularly, even still to this day. It's a written for all to take on board and intended audiences for anyone looking for a new way of life or a new way of living life, seeking a new philosophy to live by. And you could say it goes for, it, it gives the people who need a permission to, who need a permission slip to change, to change. The idea and concept is well defined and clear. However, it can be contradictory at times, especially their concept they put into an acronym called TARA, which is tolerate, accept, respect, and appreciate. I refer to the example they put forward in Tolerate. So one partner is an inspiring minimalist and the other essentially is a hoarder disguised as a porcelain figurine collector. How does this work, you ask? Tolerate, and accept and respect is it in short form, which is essentially saying compromise, but you do the majority of the heavy lifting in a sense. But yet still, they make a great argument for why this works and they make a valid point. If this makes your partner happy, why would you want them to deny why would you want to deny them of their happiness? As with most books in this genre, it's generally recommended to read more than once and read particular sections where need be. Something they too mention themselves of this offering. I look at the I look at minimalism similar to stoicism in reference to the lifestyle changes needed to give to receive the benefits from each philosophy. Both tools and to be used by an individual as much or as little as they see fit with one goal in mind, to live a meaningful life. This particular book won't be read by me again, but I'd recommend it to someone seeking some form of change. And I would give that a two and a half out of five. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Good that makes time. sense. Very good breakdown. Yeah, it made yeah. a lot of sense. Uh, cool. Shall I go next, P? Um, Trish, is yours. I'm, I'm cool with you going or myself going. The floor is mine. The floor is mine. Here we go. Minimalism, the book review. So when we as Fully Booked came across the title of the book, Minimalism, I thought to myself, yes, we discovered a book title, which if it plays out how, how I'm imagining, will change my outlook on what's important in my life. And even more so at a time when it's so relevant, when you bring into the context what's going on in the world right now, i.e. COVID-19. The book starts off by giving you a backdrop into these two guys' lives who seem to have it all. High-flying jobs, fancy cars, big houses, married, and all this in their 20s, hashtag winning. However, it dawns upon them both that these materialistic things they're idolizing is not what is truly important to them and actually doesn't mean anything because they're not happy deep down. I thought, cool, now we're really gonna get into the nitty gritty, the crux of things where the book, within the book, where every detail and nuance is broken down, the hard times they went through in developing this sense of minimalism, the progress, the changes in their mental state and well-being, the in-depth conversations they have with people around them. I really thought, every nook and cranny would be explored and I would almost have a true to life blueprint of how to become minimalistic based on the exact details of both their journeys. Pause. Instead, I got a generic how to, inverted commas, 
become a minimalist, detailing out the five crucial things to focus on, i.e. health, relationships, passion, growth, contributions. Don't get me wrong, some of the information within these chapters was poignant and really made me ask questions of myself. But a lot of it was too generic, not personal enough to really draw me in and have me believing. At times I was wondering if I had bought a book on eating habits or friendship circles, as it didn't seem to relate on how to live a more minimalistic life. And at the same time, and at, and at the same time provided some basic information any half research journalist could have could jot down on a scrap of paper. This disappointed me. At the end of the book, I asked myself these three questions. Question one, would I recommend the book to anyone else? Question two, would I apply the core principles to my everyday life? Question three, would I read it again? The book is a light read. In fact, I finished it in under 24 hours. So it's something to begin to get the brain thinking, dot, 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 but that's all. It didn't have enough depth for me and almost was a prelude to something else. It was, it was that short and faint. Some of the principles of the book relating to the five core ones the book is around didn't sit well with me. For example, I get where they're trying to come from with the health thing. But how does, how does me um, being big boned prevent me from living and loving a minimalistic life? Surely trying to take on board all the different dietary recommendations provided is going to slow down my main goal of living more simply and happily. Um, the other thing that really annoyed me about the book was the constant referencing back to their website. I, ha I hated this. If the information is relevant and important, just add it to the book, which has dead, which has dead few pages anyway. It's a hundred plus pages, if that. Stop trying to market in summary the rest of your brand you've created. And I say that with inverted commas, as it could be argued, people such as the Japanese have been living with these principles for many years prior anyway. Um, the book does recommend to read it a few times, make notes and refer back to it as it's only 100 odd pages. I would do this, but it didn't strike enough of a chord with me to be high up on my priority list. Two and a half out of five for me. Doesn't inspire me to completely change my lifestyle, even in the current climate. I don't know exactly what I expected, but it was more than what I just read. So maybe not as, maybe not as in depth as yours, French, but you got, I think we were, we generally were, yeah. as long as I gave the general, you gave the breakdown, the, the detailed yeah, breakdown. Yeah. Very similar still, like two yeah. out of five as well. Yeah. Two and a half out of five, yeah. Do you know what, actually, I have, um... I loved it! No, 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 no. That, that wasn't what I was going to say. <laughs> that wasn't what I was going to say. Um, obviously, okay. we usually, or Mason would usually ask questions after, whether it's yeah. French speaking, myself, or otherwise. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I'm surprised he didn't ask you any questions, but he clearly didn't have That's, any. No, no, what it was, is when I listened to French's, because I don't, I don't have my questions pre-written. When you guys are talking on your book reviews, something pops up in my head. But what French was speaking, you, as you would have just realised, a lot of it was similar to mine. So I was just like, okay, register with me. And obviously, I, with my book reviews, I don't detail out down to back to the pages. And I'll just give a, a real broad perspective. So the fact that he broke down into detail, my broader perspective was like, okay, cool. I don't have any questions. Actually, I felt the same. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say, I mean, I'll do my review um, in just a moment. Was you looking for answers in the book? Because, I mean, I'm not too sure if that's what the book actually set out for. But what I'm going to say... Know, to you, do you know what it is? So imagine, yeah, this is the book. As soon as you start reading it, read the back page, read the front. It's about Joshua and Ryan, yeah? Two, they're, they're both plus on the front cover. I'm like, all right, do you know what? These guys have obviously... They've been to a place... When I say a place, I mean like six, the, the kind of society's um, made American place. dream, American dream. They, they, they've been to that place and they've come back down from it. So I'm like, wow, okay, you've been to that place. You've come back down. Really break down what that journey is like. Not, it's not a come down story. The come down's the wrong term, but they, they've been to that place and said, you know what, this ain't for us. 
fuck the money, fuck the 2.4 kids, fuck the flashy cars. Give me the basics in life that make me happy. I want more information on that journey. You two have plastered yourself in the front of this book. Give me your big, I want every last bit of your journey. You can't have just said, you know, here's the five core principles. This is how we develop. Nah, you've had some difficult conversations. How the, I want that detailed explanation of how you said to your wife, this ain't working because guess what? I don't believe in this, um, this whole marriage, this family thing. How did, you rest, how did your extended family feel about that initially? How have you, when you um, started, they said they had to pay off debts. How, when you started um, paying off your debts and kind of relieving yourself of some of these stressful um, additives in life, how did that feel? Like, I want more detail. It just was too broad for me. Like, if you're going to write a book and it's meant to be based on you, give me every little bit of you. I want to know the tough times. I know you must have tough times. You must have doubts. When you're getting rid of all this stuff and saying, you know what, give me the minimalistic life. There must be so many doubts that crept through your, your brains. How did you overcome that? What kept you going? What strategy going? Did you have a support network? I need to know all these things. It's too, it's too basic for me. It's a hundred odd pages. You keep referring me at the end of every chapter to your website. At the beginning of every chapter, you're saying, this is the most important core principle. This ain't no joke, bro. You're telling people to, to follow you guys or saying, this is the way to live life and it'll make you happy. Don't run no joke with me at the beginning of each chapter about this is the most important principle. Give me a detailed breakdown. Let me know if that journey is going to be tough. If I'm going to, if I'm going to give all this up, I need to know that I've, I've got support there. And can I refer back to this book for that support? Because I think if I refer back to that book for support, I don't think I'll find enough support to keep going. I don't think it's that detailed enough. That's where I'm getting at for you. Um, I think you you responded quite well, actually. And it's going to kind of like change a little bit my question. But I'm actually going to um, refer to those listening. And yourself a little bit. I think more often than not, I think people are looking for answers in books, whereas there's there's knowledge in books, but there's not answers. I think the answers you're going to find is going to be through your experiences. And I think a, a number of people are looking for answers as to how they should actually lead their life, but you're not going to know that until you actually um, drop drop the weight from your shoulder and you go out there and experience things. And when I mean experiencing things, I mean I don't want to use the word traveling, all right? But I mean when when you go on like a, a journey whereas at this moment in time i mean move covid aside a lot of people are, are, are going through the mundane they're working a nine to five xyz so on and so forth you need a real change in life all right in order then to actually be able to answer a lot of the questions that you're seeking mm. and i think a lot of people are actually opening books hoping that they'll find the answers in the book just like the secret when i actually bought the secret i really thought there was going to be something in there that I was going to actually teach me how to, I don't know, I'm, how to really unravel this problem, which is life. It taught me a lot, to be honest. But actually, what it did teach me was my energy was going to be the, the going to be at the core of me changing my life, and I just understood that. That's a good. You, you know, you come back well. I mean, no, no. I mean, um, you haven't said anything wrong, but no, as, you, as yeah. to as to a lot of what they said in the book and why. I mean, I'll go into my book review in a moment. Is because because I travelled, I know exactly what they're talking. I know, not exactly. I know, maybe I'm able to lean on that experience, and I don't need further breakdown because this is the experience I have. But I'm able to I'm able to read what they said and then go. You know what? I remember that, and then I'm able to jot little notes. But what I'll do, I'll just very quickly go through my book review, and it will touch on bits and pieces that I've said, and um, hopefully you understand. Um, anyway, I gave this book a three out of five. Um, I didn't think it was a riveting, a riveting book, um, but a meaningful book, a book that can give, so a book that can realign yourself, but it may also depend on where, sorry, but it may also depend where you are to appreciate or value some of the things that are said in the story or the book. 
for me, with some of the examples of themselves and other people, I was able to relate to them because I'd been through a similar path, whether it had been traveling or otherwise. I was able to identify with the path and make small details on notes and things I forgot along the way. In me traveling in 2012, up until 2017, when I got back from traveling in 2012, I was, I was on cloud, cloud nine, you know, nothing and no one could bother me. But along the way, things changed and I found myself getting myself back in that mundane routine where I'm working, et cetera, et cetera. Hence, 2017, I had to, you know, stick two fingers up at the world again and go away to actually find myself and realign myself with my path. But as to um, and some of the things, so I know the first chapter is arrival. So his upbringing with his parents, I know he speaks about um, how difficult that was. And I think some and a lot of us might be able to, maybe, maybe able to relate to that looking for things to fill holes, buying clothes, and going into debt, looking for instant gratification, food, clothes, drugs, attaining cultural standards and not being happy by actually trying to attain those standards, anchors, things holding you back, um, things that are time consuming, work, relationships, um, and those things which ultimately amount to emotional cost and financial costs. Um, and then obviously letting, letting go of those things to make you free. Um, it speaks also lifestyle change um, rather than dieting, which is short term, developing habits that you enjoy. Obviously, at this moment in time, I'm trying to diet in some way, shape or form. There's bits I like, bits I don't like. I'm struggling to maintain it in some way, shape or form. I'm trying to find a balance. So it's, it's continuous. Um, a to do list. I know it mentions that obviously in the book as well. I actually have been I've had a to do list for at least I'm going to say a couple of years. And I'll be honest, it's probably the reason why I've been extremely productive over the past two years and my own journey, actually, in me going to Barcelona, et cetera, et cetera. Evaluating relationships. I know sometimes, I know we've discussed as to some of these things may kind of be impractical, but as to the evaluating relationships and why, to an extent, we might have had, we had similar views, but I think my view might have been a little bit different to yours, to, to the both of yours a little bit, was that once you've, not once you've traveled, but once you've, I'm going to say traveled, all right? But once you've traveled, you, you, you look at things, you think, why, am I, why would I waste my time on that? I mean, I bumped and I met people who honestly sold out and were, on, were going to live on the road for the rest of their life. They could not care less about what was going on in Australia or the States. Could not care less. Far as they were, far as they were concerned, all that was a distraction, a complete distraction. And when they, were, when they were involved in a life where it was with family and friends, all those people, not all those people, but some of those people, had a negative effect on on their well-being do they make you happy do they satisfy you are they supportive do they make you grow do they contribute to your life in positive ways i was, i mean my um he's not my my roommate anymore but he said a lot of the people who he spoke to before he actually moved to barcelona were not supportive in any way shape or form in fact um they were saying like why are we going to barcelona and i said to him i mean the reason why i said i was going to Barcelona, i needed a change of energy you know it wasn't um as to oh, so like a lot of um, common things people say to me, oh, what the girl's saying? I didn't go to Barcelona for women. You know, I, no, it's just true, but I didn't go to Barcelona for women. And I didn't necessarily go there for, we- go there for the weather, but I mean, the weather is a huge, huge factor. I went there for a complete change of energy, and it was just that there were a number of things that were a, coinc- a coincidence or factors in me actually going to Barcelona. It's not too far away. I've traveled to a Spanish-speaking country before, et cetera, et cetera. And I knew people there, so that was quite key as well. Um, understanding, obviously, relationships have a purpose. Um, then, obviously, who you are, your identity. In me going away, 
when I, when I was there and when I got back, I knew exactly who I was. I've always very clear what I wanted to do, but as to who I was, very, very clear when I got back. You and your identity are more than your career and your vocation. There are a number of people who are who 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 are essentially living vicariously through what they do. So if there are if there are um, I can't think of anything, for example. Um, if, if, oh, so if they're a barman, they live vicariously um, through that. I mean, if, so I think I could have given a better example, but I think you you understand the point I'm making. Um, passionate people, sorry, one second. Passionate people, passionate people know what they're passionate about, what gets them excited. Passion fuels passion. That's why, by and large, I get excited and animated quite quickly because I know I, I know what fuels me. I know I know what the the core of it is. So I'm able very, very quickly to get to the core of that and then bam, you know, there's a lot of energy and passion as to what is it I want to do. So whether it's fully booked, whether it's things I'm doing at this moment in time, football, et cetera, et cetera. In order for continuum, growth requires improvement, whether small or large, um, raising the bar and standards with consistency. The key to life is consistency. I, I do, I really, yeah, I really do agree with that. Most steps happen gradually. I think it's important to understand that. Some people want and expect things to happen like instantly. Things don't work like that, you know, and hence the compounding of habits as well. I used to kind of knock the whole compounding of habits, but actually there's some things I, I, I think is very difficult to compound those habits, such as in speaking another language. I do think you need to be there in order to speak it. But as to other things, I think it's very, very relatable. And I think very much true. Growth leads to contributions. These are things that I might not have men mentioned in actually um, when we're having a conversation. I think when you actually grow as a person, you generally want to contribute a lot more to other people's lives. And I think you find when you're growing, you're in a very, very happy place and you're able to do those type of things. Um, so growth leads to contribution, helping others achieve things. Um, the more you grow, the more you can help others. Very true. Very much like Kevin Hart, actually. And the more others grow, the more you grow in return. I agree with that entirely. Growth feels great. does feel great. But growth and contribution with, with people... But growth and contribution with people you love is what we like to do intrinsically. Very much agree with that as well. The importance of each value changes over a period of time. I think that's very true. I forget what the five values are off the top of my head. Um, but in each one of those, but in each one is a each one anyway. Each one has priority over the other, depending obviously where you are, whether it's the day, month, or year. But try to focus on all values and have balance. In conclusion. A life without contributing is a life without meaning. I think this is what you were um, trying to say in, I think, one of the previous um, episodes, French, which we were talking yeah. about. And only when we are contributing do we feel really alive, whether it's having children, supporting others, legacy, or charitable. You have to be, you have to be inclined to, so you have to be inclined to. The first step is often, the, the first step often, sorry, the first step is often, sorry, the first step often involves a radical change. Minimalism is about stripping away the unnecessary things in your life, creating freedom and creating freedom. Minimalism might and will be different for everybody. That's my, um, my review. Would you, would you recommend Sorry, oh, I rated yeah. it like a three out of five. That's it, would you recommend it? Oh, sorry, would I recommend the book? Um, Yes and no. I mean, I think I think I think this is a very good contrast, actually. I mean, again, I don't want to dwell on the traveling because I don't think you have to have traveled to enjoy the book. You might have experienced something completely different 
but traveling is something which I'm able to connect with these individuals. Um, something life-changing. I think if you've been through something life-changing, I think you'd be able to um, understand the book. I think you'd be able to understand the book um, a lot more. I disagree. I disagree. I don't think you have to go through... I don't think you have to go through something to change your life. I mean, in one sense, you could read the book and just need... You needed um, some confidence to make those changes. I don't... Sit that, do you know what? As you said that, uh, I started thinking of what Carly was saying when we done with Carly J. And she was saying when she got stuck on the bed and felt shooting pains and she couldn't get up from it, that was her, her ultimate change to then change her life in general. Do you know what I'm saying? So, in that essence, I understand that. But I don't think you need to have a major um, shock in your life for you to just decide, all right, cool, I want to start living a different way. You could just be, you could just be lost in life genuinely. You know how people say, I'm, I'm lost, I'm lost, I don't know where my life is. You could just be one of those people and find yourself reading this book and think, all right, this is a good concept for me to apply to my life and start applying it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't disagree. I think what I meant was, I think, I think you're more likely to, uh, well, Personally, I think you're more likely to understand the book maybe a little, more, a little bit more if you've had a drastic life change rather than um, if you haven't. I was looking for another example, but let's see if you haven't. But I, I wouldn't disagree with what you said either. Mm. I think if you're going through the motions of life and you're happy with, because some people are actually happy with, with, see the lifestyle these guys live, yeah? Some people actually want that and when they're in it, they're actually happy with it. They like, the, they like going shopping. They like having materialistic foods. They like having the the trophy girlfriend and the arm. They like all that, innit? So I feel mm. like if you read this book, but actually you're happy with with that, with that almost fake, what, what we would call, I would call anyway, almost like a, a fake lifestyle, mm. um, I, 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 then, I, then I don't think you'd appreciate the book because you'd be like, what's this mean? Like, like, I like going and spending 200 pounds on the mill with my bird. You know what I mean? Like, I need, like so... That's where I think it wouldn't really make a difference. I do think it makes a difference in those who, who are looking for something different. You actually appreciate and realise this can't be it. That's who I think would take this in a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Just, sorry, just to just on, on what you said as to people actually enjoying taking their, let's say, their, their girlfriend out for a £200 meal. I think what um, something like minimalism would do, or certainly something like travelling, would do is make you understand or appreciate the the finer things in life the, the final the simpler things in life such as just sitting across the room from someone and having a conversation or you'd really see the value in uh, a meal and a meal for five pound or just six really small things that you take for granted you would appreciate them a lot more cool would you would you consider living a life of minimalism I think I do to an extent. I mean, to an extent, yeah, I think I do. I mean, there's some things I think I've, um, I think by and large, I think there's a lot of things I've adopted. Um, some things, yeah, no, I think, yeah, I, I think I do. What about you, Mace? Mm, it depends how, because minimalism is different to everyone. So it depends how minimalistic. I don't think I could be on the road with my 76 items, whatever it was my man I'm had in the book. <laughs> so, yeah, but, um, there are things I know I can go without. It's not a big deal to me. Like, there are things like, uh, 
just because I touched upon it before, expensive meals. I know I can go without that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a luxurious yeah. meal. I've never been one for cars, as in like, I don't care. Does it have four wheels? Is it reliable? I don't care about the latest thing. I can't tell you the different series of a BMW. So there's certain things like I know I can go without because they don't mean enough to me anyway. So I think I could I can minimalize my life to a certain extent, to the extent I don't know what that is yet, if that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Lifestyle. Yeah, lifestyle. Wanna add anything more to the book of you? Um no, no, no. I like to, oh I like to believe I was thorough enough anyway, or hope so. Yeah. Um, uh, collectively it's been like it's a two out of five slash three. Yeah. I just I I just maybe I expect a bit more. P you done really well when you broke that down because I saw it from a different perspective actually when you when you gave your breakdown. Maybe I expected a bit more because it's two guys and it's their personal story and I just wanted more from it, if I'm honest. I wanted more from them. So that's what I, and I just felt like 120 pages from two guys who have lived this lifestyle and then changed it is not enough. And that's, it didn't, it should really have embraced me a bit more and it didn't. What I might do, because I know these guys have got a documentary, I was considering watching that anyway. So I might try and find that documentary and see if that gives a bit more insight. I personally, obviously I haven't seen it, so I'm just making speculation. But I feel it will be more or less the same thing that we've read in the book. Maybe added nuance or two, some different details here and there. But more or less, the story's still going to be the same. And the outlook and the end result of what they've written in their book is still going to be the same as what you get in the, the documentary. Um, for me personally, I found the book is a very simplistic read and there's nothing wrong with that. I do like a simple read at times. But, yeah, again, I think that you can learn from something, something from everyone and everyone. There was bits and bobs that I did learn from reading this book, but I personally wouldn't really recommend it to someone unless I thought they was looking for a change or they just wanted something short to read, to be, to be fair. Cool. It's, it's a decent book. Cool. cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, about to run out of time. So as it, once again, on the socials, full underscore E underscore book for the SoundCloud and Instagram. And tune in for the next, next season.